spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome back to the 20th and Blake podcast from Mile High Sports. As always, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your host, Kate Walker, and today I'm just going to highlight a few things that has uh, you know, happened over the past couple of games. Um, I think there there are a lot of noteworthy things, some some outliers that I think, you know, they came as surprises to me. Um, I, I expect a lot of them to regress back to uh, back to normal, but uh, definitely a couple things that surprised me, and, and also definitely an encouraging thing that I think I have sort of not not necessarily predicted, but I have been calling for for uh, for quite a while. Um, and that, of course, is the huge night from Ryan McMahon. Uh, the Rockies lost 10-8 to to the Diamondbacks the other night, but uh, Ryan McMahon put up three home runs and a double in his uh, four at-bats. And, uh, you know, I think McMahon has shown a lot of potential. His his bat speed is fantastic. His swing is... Uh, it's very smooth. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a good hitter, and I think... Um, the data has shown that he is uh, he is a fantastic hitter uh, in in terms of his batted ball profile, and I don't think he's he's received enough uh, enough credit for that, and that's why he has he's been one of my sleepers for the past couple of seasons because he hits the ball so hard, he just needs to figure out how to hit it in the air. <laughs> It's it's funny saying that because I, I play college baseball, and uh, college coaches are are typically fairly old school. Um, mine is no exception. Um, so you know you you typically hear you know keep the ball out of the air kind of thing instead of um, instead of the other way around, which you know sometimes that's what a player needs. Um, like Christian Yelich, twenty seventeen, hit the absolute uh, the, the absolute piss out of the ball, right? And the the problem was his average launch angle was about four point seven degrees, um, which is basically a hard ground ball, and that's his average. <laughs> so if you can if you can bump that up a significant amount, which he did, this is exactly what Yelich did when he went to uh, Milwaukee. He was able to figure out how to um, take all those barrels that he hit and uh, you know put them in the air, line drives, um, deep fly balls, that type of thing. And those, those are more productive. Um, especially if you, you know, you look at the numbers, those are way more productive. Uh, I think, you know, looking at the data last year, McMahon was in the 70th percentile in hard hit percentage, uh, 71st percentile in average exit velocity, 75th percentile in barrel percentage, um, which is all, which is good. Those are very good numbers. It indicates that he hit the ball hard. Um, but unfortunately, he was in the 32nd percentile in expected slugging and 21st percentile in expected weighted on base average. Uh, the problem with that is the fact that he was hitting it on the ground so much. Uh, 
his expected weighted on base average on contact was uh, 398. Again, not not an encouraging number uh, because he kept hitting it on the ground so much. And I, he did he did have a strikeout problem. Um, his his strikeout rate was in the fifth percentile, so that definitely contributed to it as well. This season so far, obviously extremely extremely small sample size. I think McMahon's only had 22 plate appearances, but there, there's enough uh, data to get to get some numbers. So he's in the 96th percentile and expected weighted on base average this season, 93rd and expected batting average, 94th expected slugging, uh, and 79th in average exit velocity. You know he's he's above average in um, in how hard he hits the ball every single. Um, Every single year, I mean, he's 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 a strong guy, very very strong guy, and I think you know, uh, I, I talked about the All Star festivities coming to Colorado. I, I think McMahon might actually be uh, sort of a a, a low key candidate to be the representative for the Rockies in the uh, in the home run derby because I mean he's a lefty, he has that advantage at Coors Field, and he's he's very strong. Uh, the problem is, I don't know if he's he's a big enough name. We'll see. Uh, we'll see who they who they pick for that one. Uh, Story's the other the other obvious pick, but I'm not sure if he would uh, if he would want to do that. So uh, that's that's something to uh, take a look at when when it comes to it. But I mean, the the thing with McMahon is that he's he's hitting to all fields. Um, I mean, again, he only has I mean eight hits on the season and his 22 plate appearances. Um, Three of his home runs are pulled, dead pull. Uh, he hit one to pretty much straightaway center. And then both of his doubles are, are coming uh, in the opposite field. So, I mean, he's he's spraying. He has power to all fields because he's a very, very strong player. So, uh, Ryan McMahon is someone who I have uh, thought was going to break out. And I thought that he's been going to break out for a while. His numbers look eerily similar to Christian Yelich's in 2017, the year before, before he broke out into the MVP candidate that he is. Super high ground ball percentage, uh, around a 10% walk percentage. Uh, super similar expected weighted on base averages on contact, both uh, single-digit launch angles, and uh, Brian McMahon actually had a little bit higher average exit velocity. Uh, but both both had hard hit percentages in the high 40s. So... I mean, those that, that's a, a pretty impressive profile, uh, considering McMahon is, has been considered uh, an average to below average uh, player and hitter specifically. But I think I think there's more there. There's there's definitely more there. You know, you look at the batted ball profile, and and that's how the Brewers looked at Yelich, and they looked at him, and they said, "Hey, I think I, I think we could fix this." So that's uh, that's that's my take on it. I think McMahon. Maybe maybe this is the year he breaks out. I uh, I know Drew Creaseman over at DNVR said that McMahon was going to be an All Star last season. That didn't end up panning out. Uh, but maybe maybe this season he figures it out. And I think it's a it, it's possible if he if he continues to hit the ball in the air. Uh, the next guy I want to talk about is someone who I have not been high on, and I actually tweeted about it uh, a few times. You know, just just discussing, hey, you know, why is he even on the roster? I've talked about it on on here as well. And Chris Owings currently stands at uh, half half win above replacement, zero point five wins above replacement, leading the team, tied with McMahon. 
putting up an otherworldly 292 WRC+. Plus. I mean, he keeps proving me wrong. I don't understand what it is. Though, I don't think that is going to last. I expect him to come back to Earth because a 292 WRC+, plus, it's just not a sustainable number. I, You know, I don't want to be labeled a Chris Owings hater even though, well, okay, I am a Chris Owings hater. I don't want to be, like, hating on him every single episode because, I mean, I'm sure he, he, I don't have a problem with him as a person. I just don't understand why he's on the roster and playing over uh, younger guys. I mean, he's a veteran utility guy. I don't know why he's getting everyday playing time over guys who should be developing. That's my biggest gripe with him. Also, the fact that he just traditionally and historically hasn't been good, um, and he's still playing consistently. I mean, he's doing well. I still just don't see the purpose of having him on the team. But aside, he has performed excellently. I mean, I don't, I don't expect this to can uh, to continue. I mean, if you run any sort of regression analysis based off of his his previous numbers. There is no reason to conclude that he will, I mean, finish the season with an expected weighted on base average or weighted on base average above 300. I mean, he's, in the past several seasons, he has not finished with uh, an expected weighted on base average above 300. So again, I I expect him to continue to regress, but uh, I mean, he's been a nice surprise so far and he's helped the the Rockies win um, a game probably or two, but um, uh, again, I don't expect that to continue. Walking Chris Owings at, at a rate of twelve and a half percent—that's just that's just not going to happen. Uh, he typically posts hard hit percentage in like the thirties. Um, currently, this season it's it's just shy of sixty. So uh, the numbers don't, don't bear this out. They don't. They don't. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Before I move on, I want to talk about our sponsor for today's episode, and that is, of course, DraftKings Sportsbook. Basketball teams are entering the final month of the regular season as they gear up for the playoffs. Speaking of which, the Nuggets are currently on, I believe, a nine-game win streak at this point. Um, And I think that's the longest win streak of the Nikola Jokic era. So, that's exciting. Uh, The Aaron Gordon acquisition was brilliant. Nuggets are good. The Nuggets are good. While some teams are locks to make the playoffs, others are still fighting for their chance to chase the trophy this summer. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Turning $1 into $100 is simple. Pick any basketball team to win their next game. And if during that game, the team of your choosing hits a three, you'll bring home $100 in free bets. That's 100 to 1 odds on the team of your choosing to hit a 3. They don't even need to win. This year, teams have been hitting 3s at an unprecedented pace, so get in on all of the action with DraftKings Sportsbook before this offer ends. And as much as I hate to say it, the Jazz might be a good bet for this one. They hit 3s at a ridiculous rate. They, they hit 22 in the uh, first half the other night. 22 doesn't even happen in a game sometimes for some teams. They hit it in the first half. Uh, they've been blowing out teams, uh, but they do have a tough matchup against the Clippers, so maybe that's not the safest thing. Uh, the Nuggets, on the other hand, on Friday, they play the Spurs. Spurs, by the way, who they just blew out last night 
Um, I'm recording this on a Thursday morning, so uh, on Wednesday night, Nuggets just blew out the Spurs. Um, the, the final score wasn't very close, but that was garbage time. Before garbage time, it was a 20-point game. Um, Jamal Murray will be back. He didn't even play in that last game. So the Nuggets just blew them out without Jamal Murray. With Jamal Murray, they should probably blow them out. And they're going to hit a three. So that would be my bet. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choice hits a three. That is code MHS to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. For a limited time, only a DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, so the next thing I want to talk about, uh, I want to talk about pitching here at the end. I want to close with that. But um, before that, I wanted to throw out a take that I don't think is all that hot. Uh, that Garrett Hampson, and I think I talked about this last season as well. Garrett Hampson should be the leadoff man uh, moving forward. Like He should be the, the everyday leadoff man for the Colorado Rockies. Um, he's, he's shown very good bat-to-ball skill, and not just this season, but I think... Uh, he showed he showed it in flashes last season as well. Um, he's kind of streaky a little bit, but I mean, he showed it last season. I think he showed it a little bit even the season before. I mean, there's there's enough there for me to go off of the data and just watching him to say that he should be leading off and he should be playing every day in the field as well because he's a he's a plus defender. Uh, doesn't have the greatest arm, but he's so quick that he gets to everything. I, he he reads the ball fairly well, so. I think Gary Hamm should be, should be leading off. I think, you know, he talked about uh, the other night, he went two for three with three stolen bases. Uh, his his mom called him before the game. Actually, no, I think she texted him. She said, uh, she said be aggressive. And so he said, yeah, you know, got to do what mom says. So he went off, two for three, three stolen bases. Uh, and that's good work for him. I mean, he has a good skill set. One of the fastest players in the league already. Um, and the Rockies have a lot of speed in general. Like Hilliard's quick, uh, Tapia's fairly quick. Obviously, uh, Story is is very quick as well, and obviously Hampson. So I, I, I think they're underrated a little bit on the base path. So I, I don't know how much that amounts to winning, but it's it's fun to watch. It's very fun to watch. Um, but yeah, Hampson should be leading off. That's my, that, that's my take. Uh, so uh, a couple things about the pitching. Um, I think since the last episode, I believe only Herman Marquez and Sensatella have started, and uh, so Marquez Mar- Marquez has been struggling with command a little bit, but I, I think he should round into shape soon. Um, he's a great pitcher. He's obviously the ace of the staff going back into last year, the year before, the year before that. So he's good. He has good stuff. Hasn't started off the season great, but I understand that. Um, you know. For, for some seasons of my own is the first couple of games are a little bit of a struggle but then once you get into um, what they call mid-season form everyone knows the term mid-season form once you get into mid-season form I, I think you're under control and, and it was hard last year because it was such a short season they had to ramp up fairly quickly it was it was kind of confusing 
Um, so I understand why there was a lot of outlier data there, but Marquez was still great. He was excellent last season. He ramped up quicker, better than anyone. So I expect him to to get back into midseason form fairly soon. Uh, it's command has not traditionally been a huge issue for him, so I don't think this is going to be a permanent thing moving forward. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, and after this, Sensatella. He's been a very nice surprise. First outing wasn't great, you know? Uh, I think he let up like seven runs in three innings, something like that. Uh, but this this time around, in eight innings, he allowed four hits, zero runs to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, the Diamondbacks aren't the greatest team in the world, but they're, they're, they're a fairly average team. They're better than the Rockies, at least on paper. So... It was it was encouraging to watch Sensatella uh, do his do his work last night. It was an excellent job by him. So I think I'm going to close with that. Um, not too much else to talk about, uh, but I mean, if you have any other questions, uh, any, any other thing that you want me to talk about on the show, just let me know. Uh, DM me on Twitter at KC Walker. Send me a DM. Send me a tweet. Anything like that. Uh, definitely happy to engage with. Uh, the questions that you have. Um, So yeah, thank you for tuning into the 20th and Blake podcast, and I'll talk to you next time.